as a church together, we celebrate the solemnity of the Immaculate Conception. It's so easy when we come to these celebrations, especially those of Holy Day of Obligation, to get, just come to these celebrations as if it was just another day, another obligation that the church puts on us and that we have to be here. But today, as we celebrate the Immaculate Conception, we celebrate the work that God does into the world through our Blessed Mother. But most importantly, how an ordinary woman has done extraordinary things in saying yes and responding to Christ. And for that reason, she's given this great title, Christ God-bearer, Theotokos. So it's not just as we come to this celebration as an obligation, but we come to look, to pray, to give thanks to the Lord for the life of our Blessed Mother. But on the other hand, too, she too was a human being, an ordinary human being like you and I, but filled of grace. So in doing so, in saying that, we too have an obligation to look, to reflect, and see what made our Blessed Mother full of grace and to see what we're supposed to learn and take from these opportunities. Because if we listen to that second reading from St. Paul, we too are called to holiness. We too, from the beginning, were made for greatness, made for more. But what changed? Why can't we live like our Blessed Mother did? We could make the argument, yes, our Blessed Mother was given full of grace, was set aside for this mission, but at the end of the day, she still had to say yes. She still had to give her free consent to participate in this mission that God had in store for her. So then it asks of us, what are we doing and why are we not saying yes to the Lord every day and every moment of our life? If we know we're set out for greatness, we're set out for more, we're made for holiness from the beginning then what is hindering us from living a life full of grace? When we listen to the angel's message, the first words that come out of the angel's mouth is hail full of grace. Hail the one who has been favored and found favored by Christ. When we look at the word favored by Christ, she wasn't just picked out of a crowd or out of a lineup and said, you are the one I like. I like you. But instead, she's full of grace and favored by Christ is because she herself has chosen to remain faithful to Christ in her relationship. She has avoided sin in her life. She has kept that relationship strong. Because sin in its context is a severed and a fractured relationship between us and God and between us and others. So she is full of grace. She is favored by God is because she herself has lived in the grace of God. She herself has loved God with her whole heart and she herself has remained faithful to that relationship every day and every moment of her life. But what has happened to us? due to the struggle of original sin, our tendency, our natural desire is sin. It's sin because it's easier for us 
It's convenient for us. And it's not, doesn't require a lot of work and a lot of expectation from us. Because to remain full of grace, we hear in our act of contrition, go and sin no longer. Turn yourself away from sin. It's easier said than done. Because we too are struggling, are weak, are frail in remaining in full of grace. In remaining, remaining favored with Christ. It's easier for us to choose sin. It's convenient for us to choose sin. Because it doesn't require sacrifice. It doesn't require wanting the best for others. It's not always easy to love our brothers and sisters as God calls us to do. But it's so much more convenient to gossip, to, to talk bad about others, to just ignore others and not love them for who they are, even in their mistakes, their weakness, and their frailty. And so as we continue to look, she was full of grace. And then we hear the continuation of the angel's message. Here are the things that you're about to do. That message is not just for our blessed mother, but for us. So that we can continue to stay in grace. It doesn't mean that we just say, okay, Lord, I love you and I'm done. But in doing so, we're called to enact that will in the world today. To live out that will every day and every moment of our life. Because to remain in grace means I am actively pursuing and wanting a relationship with the Lord. I am actively and wanting that love in my life, and I want to remain full of grace. And in doing so, every day and every moment of my life, I'm striving, I'm wrestling, I'm fighting to overcome these temptations. I'm fighting to overcome these sins in my life. And I work my butt off every day to rid these sins out of my life. But yet, our tendencies just go back to, I'll work for a week and I'll just fall back into sin. And then I just continue to live out sin for a little bit, run to the sacrament of confession, and go again. The challenge and hard part is, is there a resolve within ourselves to avoid those near occasion of sin within our life? Because doing God's will requires a sacrifice, a working all of our being so that we can conform ourselves more closely, more intimately with Christ. But in that conformity, we rid ourselves more and more of myself. My egoness, my self-centeredness, my focus inward to me, me, me. But instead, is what can I do and how can I live for the sake of others? That hail full of grace continues on to that yes, she responds at the end of our gospel today. Be it done unto me according to thy word. It's not me just sitting there, Lord, okay, I'm your instrument. Okay, I'm Christian. What do you want me to do? But in that fact of every day and every moment of my life, my mind, my heart, my soul is conforming to your will. It is not that God is forcing us to do anything, but instead what God wants is what I want within my heart. Everything God wants is what I truly believe is true 
What God wants for me to do in my life to share the gospel message is what I want for myself. But so many times what I want and what God wants are two completely different things. Because my life and God's life is, has no parallels, no relation to whatsoever. Because what I want to do is to dictate my life to God and tell him exactly how I want to live. I want you out of my life. I want you to do X, Y, and Z things. And if you don't love me, if, you don't, if you're not a guide, then you are not conforming to my will. You're not doing exactly what I want for my life. And so when I pray, when I enter a relationship with you, I will dictate and tell you exactly what I want. But if we truly want to be full of grace, our yes is an unconditional love. Our yes is I'm giving myself over to you and whatever you want will be whatever I want. Because whatever you want is what I know will be good for me. Think of it this way. As parents, you know for your children, eating vegetables is a good thing. But how many kids, or even as you as a kid, how many of you actually love eating vegetables? I know for me, I hated eating vegetables. Anything green on my plate was meant for my mother and only for my mother. But yet, I didn't conform my will in what my parents knew was good for me. Now as an adult, I realize the necessity and importance of eating vegetables. Do I like eating vegetables? No. Do I prefer to eat vegetables? No. But do I know it's something that I should do because I know it's good for me? Yes. Do I trust that what my parents shared and taught me about vegetables is something that I should believe and hold true? Yes. Do I have this kind of inner tension of like yes and no at the same time? Yes. But at the end of the day, I trusted in my parents. I trusted that they had the best thing for me. I trusted that they are leading me to the right direction and they want me to get somewhere. They wanted me to live a healthy life. They wanted me to make sure that I had a balanced diet and not just snacking on meat and junk food. And so at the end of the day, this yes that we give to God is that I trust that you will lead me to heaven. I trust that you're going to take me where you're going to lead me. And if we look at all the stories throughout scripture about our blessed mother, life was not easy. The end of her life led to watching her son get crucified at the cross. And as a mother, as a biological mother, who would want to see, witness, and experience the fact that your son is being crucified on the cross? To sit there and bear and to endure all of that knowing that it was part of a mission and for a greater work. No parent would want that for their child. But in that yes, in the I let, thy that let your will be done in my life has led her through sacrifice, suffering, difficulties, and challenges. But she's then therefore set aside for greater work. 
And for that reason, she is assumed into heaven, body and soul to heaven. So what do we come to celebrate today, my dear brothers and sisters? We come to celebrate our blessed mother, an ordinary woman set aside to do extraordinary things. We celebrate the fact that she has said yes to the will of the Father to do the work and participate in the mission of Christ in bringing about Jesus into this world, the Word made flesh. But through that phrase the angel gave to her, hail full of grace, it illustrates and challenges each and every one of us to live out to that holiness we're each called because we all can do great things. We all can follow the example of our Blessed Mother. We know our tendencies. We know where we're normally and naturally drawn to. So what is stopping us from saying yes? What is stopping us from saying, be unto me according to thy word? Let me do your will, Lord, every day and every moment of my life. Let me become the walking witness and testimony of your love into this world. What is stopping us? The only thing that is stopping us is our self-centeredness. The I in my life. The things that cause me to turn in and not to share, to give, to lay down my life for Christ. To say yes to his mission and everything he has in store for each and every one of us. So as we continue our celebration of the Immaculate Conception, let us reflect inward and see where we can say yes and be more generous. How we can be favored by Christ and living out that loving relationship with him more intimately, more closely. And how can we say yes more to Christ? How can we give up our life more to do his will every day and every moment of our life? So that when we do join our blessed mother in heaven, we can tell the Lord that I have done your will to the best of my abilities. Amen.